0: Hard-hitting questions coming out of yesterday. You know, I think one of them was uh, whether or not the horns down is going to be 15-yard penalty uh, in the SEC in the future. That it was very important to finish uh, and to collect the trophy and to win 10 games and win a game on New Year's Day and all those things. And uh, believe me, we had a great belief in our locker room. We didn't have to do anything special, just be us. I was so proud of this team. We had so much fun. It ought to be illegal said in my press conference back in December that I didn't feel like there was anything at South Carolina that we lacked to be a championship program, that we had everything that we needed. I am even more convinced of that now after being there for seven months.
1: So There's a report in the Houston Chronicle that, that Texas and Oklahoma are inquiring about joining the SEC.
0: <laughs> I bet they would.
1: <laughs> War, Eagle.
0: War Eagle. Feels good to say that. Uh, All right. <clears throat> I didn't even remember that 12 years ago, but now you say that. Because I believe there was something about someone didn't have T-Boat first team all SEC. And as usual, I was accused of that. So (laughs) I brought my ballot to to show everyone, to show Urban. Um, So. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.
1: Oh, welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange BigOrangeVoz on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? hey buddy what's going on oh man i i ain't gonna lie shane it's a slow time of the year but (laughs) man we have been picking up some steam here thanks to you and your blueberry pies that are (laughs) seems like uh you know we're getting about 10 posts a day on the blueberry pies so just want to say shout out to mickey d's who's not even a sponsor of us but Mm -hmm. people are loving your blueberry cream pie suggestions well, that that was the greatest free advertising we've ever had on the yeah, show.
0: Yeah, I, it's just a little bump, you know, because I know they need it. But uh, <laughs> heading down to Florida, I did hit a McDonald's. So you got to remember, man, I, I was on a streak. I was on a on a five day streak mm-hmm. on these uh, limited time uh, blueberry cream pies, which are fantastic. <laughs> and uh pulled up mcdonald's and guess what they did not have it and i realized uh another mcdonald's while we were down in florida uh so damn limited they didn't even offer it not even on the sign mike so you know what i said maybe this is what i need and i've not had one since hmm. so um you know i'm, I'm still recovering yeah I, I passed the golden arches today and i thought about them but i did not pull in so i am i'm out i i, I, I gotta get ready man football is right around the corner mike uh we got we got videos coming out i cannot i'm i i can not do that if i'm gonna be eating blueberry pies every day so i'm off the pies right now but uh i i'm sorry that i've passed my addiction along to the listeners <laughs> But uh, get out. Get
1: out now. All right? Just say no. (laughs) I wonder if we've had an effect on that, Shane. I mean, we probably helped their sales a little bit, and maybe that's why no one's got them. You know, the word is getting out there.
0: It may be a staple, Mike. They keep it up. They're going to be like, I don't know. East Tennessee. Somebody else is eating these damn things. So,
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of, uh, you know, crazy stuff we saw over the weekend, of course, we don't dive too much into the basketball, but – I did preview, uh, you know, two games briefly on Friday's show because there was two epic games on Saturday. Arkansas beat Kentucky at home, and Tennessee uh-huh. knocked off Auburn. Two epic games, but you know, aside from the action on the court, Shane, I think the most viral moment came when this uh, Razorback fan—if you—if you missed it, we'll throw it up here on the YouTube. Dropped his uh, pants here during the free throw line, and (laughs) and the young lady with him is she's flashing the uh, Kentucky player taking a free throw. So, man, these Arkansas Razorback fans are they're ruthless, aren't they?
0: Fired up, brother! Fired (laughs) up! They're so damn pumped up. It's 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 coming over from. That's a sneak peek, if you will, for the 2022 season, (laughs) Mike. Oh, uh, and it was not me. I was not at that Arkansas game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was teasing when I said that on Twitter. I said it might have been the uh, big Tennessee homer there, but no. Uh, I, I don't know who that was, but uh, hey, credit to him, man. I, I got busted. I've never seen that before at, at a basketball game, so that was pretty wild.
0: Yeah, and I I haven't heard anything come out of this. You know, I I just hope that. You know, I mean, it was a moment we all, we've all done this. I don't know if you have, but I have, but there, I always thought about that movie. There's a movie, uh, with Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. And you ever remember that? I can't remember. Is uh, like Chris Farley was in it. It's like one of his last movies. And uh, he's like, oh, do a drive by. <laughs> he does a full moon. And then Norm Macdonald just parks the car. So he's just <laughs> sitting there with his pants down. And then uh, clearly not as funny. But Of course, that, that's uh, a my-
1: classic, Shane. Dirty Works is the name of that movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a must watch oh. for anybody that hasn't seen it. One
0: of my favorite scenes, absolutely. <laughs> but this one right here went viral. Went viral for a reason. And uh, yeah, that guy was about three sheets in the wind. They're about to about to lose their alcohol. Can they sell alcohol there in that in that arena? I don't know if that's allowed over there.
1: Um, I believe in Arkansas. Yeah, they they're one of the one of the ones in the SEC okay. that have done it. Say, so because
0: he may have snuck a few in. <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling pretty damn good, wasn't he? <laughs>
1: Well, steering the conversation back to football, of course, Shane, the sport we love. You know, I did not even realize this uh, when I was recording last week, but hey, over the weekend, Shane, we have officially kicked off spring football in the SEC because Mm -hmm. them Missouri Tigers have already started to hit the practice field. And, you know, there was uh, speculation that uh, former Arizona State quarterback, starting quarterback, Jaden Daniels, transferred to Missouri now, that is not official yet, but he did visit Columbia over the weekend. And, you know, this this is all signs pointed towards Missouri adding another quarterback to the roster. Now, I, I don't think he'll be available for spring football, but mm-hmm. Drinkowitz has already come out, made it very clear. We're not going to be naming a starting quarterback uh, by the end of spring. They're, this is going to go into the summer. So, and he wasn't allowed to talk about uh, this transfer because you can't talk about them until they're official. But, you know, Rock. clearly that indicates they are going to be adding, if not Jane Dale, somebody to that roster. But, hey, I'm just glad that uh, come March 19th, Shane, we're going to have a spring game to watch. I mean, how incredible that crazy? is crazy?
0: Dude, this is poor man college football right here, Mike. You can't watch a game against two teams. You might as well watch one game against each other. So, I love spring because, you know, you start getting that itch around March. You want to see a little bit of – your college team, you want to see what some of these young kids look like. You want to see the new scheme. I mean, we got new coordinators. we got all this new stuff that's hitting the field. So, mm-hmm. uh, you get a glimpse of that in, in the uh, in the spring. So, absolutely. I mean, it's hard to believe. It just felt like we ended. But it does – I'm ready for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'm ready for the spring game. I saw you post a video, uh, Eli running, and I was like, is this a hype? You know, because they always do them crazy <laughs> hype videos, you know. And I thought, this is another
1: Mizzou hot video. And then I looked and I said, like, oh,
0: damn, we got spring practice already cranking up. So I love it, man.
1: Yeah, and this week, look forward to uh, an interview, Shane. We got uh, my man Nate Edwards from Rock Am Nation. He's going to be joining the show to talk about Missouri heading into spring and J- this Jade and Daniel situation. So we'll go more in-depth on Missouri as the week goes along. But we also had some news staying in the SEC East, Shane, because Kentucky – has uh, made a hire here at offensive coordinator after Mm -hmm. Liam Cohen jumped to the L.A. Rams, back to the Rams, I should say, going to go to the Super Bowl champions. But Kentucky, Mark Stoops sticking with that NFL pipeline, Shane, they hired San Francisco 49ers quarterback coach Rich Scangaro. And this is a guy that uh, was the offensive coordinator for a little bit with the Denver Broncos. And from what I understand, Liam Cohen – very unusual he stayed at Kentucky to help them interview his replacements because you know Kentucky's got oh. such high hopes this season
0: Jeez. they
1: want to make sure and I think it probably because there's not much going on in the NFL right now but you know they want to make sure they got this hire right they got this fit right someone that can carry on what Liam Cohen did last season and of course you don't want to lose your offensive coordinator at, by any means but now this mm-hmm. is basically a best case scenario for Kentucky. If that were to happen, it should be a, a relatively seamless process. Someone that understands what Cohen was trying to do and carry that on into Kentucky heading into spring football. So, uh, and again, I'm going to have a guest later in the week that's covered this guy in the NFL to, to give us some insight into his system. So I just wanted to make that note that uh, it's interesting to me that uh, Mark Stoops made the decision to to stick with that NFL pipeline and I think that's yeah. I think that's the right decision because they were so successful on offense last season, don't you think?
0: Absolutely. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I, I think that the the transition that they made last season uh, was was phenomenal. So I, I don't want to go away from that. But I, I just love the fact he stuck around for an interview. I mean, that if that doesn't tell you culture has changed in Lexington, nothing will. Mm-hmm. I mean, coaches are sticking around to interview the replacements. That that shows me that that door's open. So, you know, our, our boy may be in the Rams, but who knows? There may be a future head coaching position that comes up later in life. You know, that's just the kind of culture that – that Stoops is set up there and you see it with all the coaches. You see it with uh, some of these upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just a brotherhood. And uh, I think that 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 makes it easier when you do have to go out and hire coordinators because you're seeing these guys stick around.
1: Yeah, and props to Mark Stoops, you know, hiring someone so quickly because I just don't think you can allow this to drag much closer because we got sp- – Hell, we're already kicked off at Missouri Spring Football, Kentucky. It's right around the corner. So, you know, it could have been really, really bad you go into the spring football without an offensive coordinator, which, you know, you weren't make you weren't planning to make us hire. So again, credit right. credit them for turning around and, and basically being able to do it in a weekend's time with a guy that's uh it's got the stamp of approval of your last offensive coordinator. Yeah,
0: not not just anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's just this is, you got a good coach here, so I, I like what I like how quick, and I just I just love like I said the culture the brotherhood. This is we hear these stories every offseason, it feels like now with
1: Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now last little coaching update here, Shane. This broke on Sunday. I just thought this was uh, terrific, and this is a name all SEC fans know, but uh, former Florida defensive coordinator Todd Grantham, third in Grantham. Mm-mm. Now he's working with Nick Saban down there at Alabama. Now, mm. don't panic, Crimson Tide fans. He's not your defensive coordinator because <laughs> out of Georgia and Florida and Mississippi State, they they all hate this guy. But he's going to be an analyst, and all of a sudden, Nick Saban's got him Derek Dooley and Todd Grantham down there as analysts. And <laughs> Man, credit to this guy. I mean, he, he's the greatest uh. of all time, yet he just takes in these failed coaches, and the machine just continues to turn out, and – Next thing you know, Todd Grantham—he'll be coming back as an SEC head coach. He gets enough of that Saban shine on him. You know what?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's in—he's <laughs> currently in rehab. You know, I, that's that's a part of the process. And you know, I, I know we we give Grantham a hard time. We hell, we get Dooley a, a hard time. Mm-hmm. But you know, even somebody like that, there's a reason that Saban brings these guys in, even if it's. You know who knows? It may be one game. It may be one play. It may be something they said during during you know training or or just a conversation that that Nick Nick Saban is going to turn around and use against his opponents. So right. um, you know I I think it's just an I mean obviously it's an absolute machine down there in uh, in Tuscaloosa. But you know these these hires aren't surprising anymore. There's a reason he does it, and there's a reason that a lot of these coaches. Become successful after they leave, so um, I I I just think this is like I said, not unusual, but but a little unusual, you know, <laughs> because it, especially with Dooley and Grantham, it's like, man, you know, that's the last two I thought would be on the <laughs> staff, you know, Coach O's going to be taking calls before long, won't he? <laughs> I mean, just just hire all the the ex SEC coaches. I like it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if nothing else, Shane, I mean, I know Alabama and Georgia, they've been going head-to-head head in recent seasons. But I think Saban also probably saw the value in, in saying, I'm going to bring in Florida's defensive coordinator that has been matching wits with the Georgia Bulldogs annually because he may have mm-hmm. some tips for me because, you know, the way things are going. I'm certainly not guaranteeing another Alabama-Georgia SEC championship game, but, you know, that's probably going to be the odds-on favorite to to repeat. So, you know, I think, I think it's just Saban – Preparing in case uh, those two teams do meet in Atlanta to just see what kind of nuggets Todd Grantham's got on uh, that Georgia offense.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Now, last thing, Shane, I got on the podcast, not like I said, a slow day here or slow weekend in the SEC, but man, talking season. We get it rolling (laughs) early, but the official. The first time that was ever uttered was at SEC media days and the league just announced uh, here on Friday, the lineup for the upcoming SEC media days, which is going to be in Atlanta for they've done this. uh, once one other time, they're bringing it back to Atlanta, the college football hall of fame. You ready for uh, the four day schedule here?
0: I, I am more than ready. In fact, it's so damn slow right now that Mike has power-ranked the coaches at <laughs> SEC Media Days. That's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so
1: I'm going to go to the schedule first, just in order, and we'll break this down day by day. So the, 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 the event kicks off Monday, July 18th, again, down in Atlanta. We got uh, Brian Kelly making his debut with LSU, so that should be pretty good. Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, what a treat that's going to be. And then uh, maybe the most, uh, you know, surprising media day debut last year, Eli Drinkwitz down there at Missouri. So, Brian Kelly, Lane Kiffin, Eli Drinkwitz, that's a hell of a start to media days, isn't it?
0: I love it. I love it because obviously you want to hear from Brian Kelly Mm -hmm. being down there, first year LSU coach. You know, it makes – you know, this is his time. This is his chance to win a national championship. And and I think he can only do that with an SEC team like LSU – but then you got Lane and Eli, and, you know, I don't know if these boys are bros or not, but they do like to point and pick at each other. So I'm thinking we're going to get some pretty good pretty good clips out of these two, just just arguing back and forth,
1: my opinion. Yeah. All right, now here we go, Tuesday, July 19th. This may be the best day of them all, Shane. We got Nick Saban kicking things off. He's always good. Mike Leach, man, how great was it last year? Come to the podium. I don't do intros. Let's fire away with the questions. <laughs> I mean, that was epic. Shane Beamer, he had one hell of an SEC Media Days appearance. He'll be there. And then uh, last but not least, Clark Lee and Vanderbilt. So, again, day two, Nick Saban, Mike Leach, Shane Beamer, Clark Lee of Vanderbilt. That that may be the highlight of the uh, the entire event.
0: Absolutely. Maybe an early out, though. I mean, nothing against Vanderbilt, but, you know, usually they get that Thursday scrub, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I like that Clark's going to be there. I I give him a hard time. I I think there's a lot of news coming out of South Carolina. Nick Saban coming off a, you know, coming off a loss, man. How does he he bounce back? The last time we saw him in a presser before a game, he was chipper. He was happy. And and I think we're going to get a different Nick Saban this year. So, Um, expect some fire from them and Lord knows what the pirate's going to throw. So I I love this lineup. (laughs) Give me, give me some Tuesday.
1: So Wednesday, July 20th, we got Sam Pittman. He's always great. Billy Napier at Florida, his first appearance, Mm -hmm. Kirby smart national champion here. And then Mark Stoops, Kentucky. So man, four outstanding coaches, Sam Pittman, Billy Napier, Kirby smart, Mark Stoops day four or excuse me, day three. That's gonna be a solid Wednesday too.
0: Yeah, and, and and be honest with you, Mike. I think this is the day I, I I'm looking forward to most. I, I think you hear you got Kirby Smart. Coming off a national championship, Sam Pittman is always fun and entertaining. Mm -hmm. I wish they had him a little bit later in the day so he get loosened up, you know. (laughs) But uh, you got so many question marks coming from from Florida. And, and of course, Mark Stoops always has some good sound bites. So, I think if I was power ranking
1: the day so far, this one's right now my number one. Mm. All right. Then last Thursday, July 21st, we got fast talking Jimbo Fisher. That'll (laughs) be a treat. Josh Heupel. Mm -hmm. You know, coming in his second SEC media days. And same with old Brian Horson, who's going to get asked Mm -hmm. about 50,000 times about trying (laughs) to get fired here and and all that. So, hey, the the last day uh, is not one to sleep on either.
0: Now, is this the order? Is this the order? Cuz they made they may have done that on purpose so we don't have to hear it all day with Brian. <laughs> so I was just curious if if that was the case, you know. <laughs> well, we'll find
1: out at a later date the uh, the actual times, but uh I got you. But
0: no, it's it's still a good setup. I, uh, Jimbo's always fun. Obviously, uh Josh Hoppel coming off a huge season. Uh interested to see what he says, but I mean, let's 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 face it, Mike. The news is Auburn and mm-hmm. uh, everybody wants to ask Brian the golden question and they're going to ask it a million different ways, but uh yeah, it, it may get repetitive, but that's, that's the one that's that's on the seat right now.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, what Shane was poking fun at is here's my power ranking, Shane. These are the, the, the coaches <laughs> that I want to hear from the most at SEC media days. Cause you just never know what you're going to get with some of these mm-hmm. guys. And it, the, the list for me has always got to start. With the Pirate, Mike Leach, number one. Yeah. Any debate on that one?
0: No. I mean, this. that's that's the easiest one you could do, just because, like you said, you don't know what you're going to get from him. Now, I'm not saying they're all gems. There's been plenty of times we walked <laughs> away and we were a little disappointed in the Pirate, but every now and then, you get the Pirate. So, I, I'm, I'd probably say this is the one I'm most interested in, just to see what he says.
1: Now, how about this one? Maybe a little controversial, Shane. Number two for me, Lane Kiffin, because... The same kind of deal I mean he may give you nothing or he may give you just solid mm-hmm. gold and and man he he was entertaining as hell I thought the last year
0: <laughs> well I I get that I, I could see that probably not my number two uh i again I, I i mentioned it earlier i kind of showed my cards i like kirby smart just coming off that national championship mm-hmm. i mean just how big that head's gonna be on that stage you know <laughs> just just <laughs> glowing they they're got to dim the lights because he's gonna be shining up there brother
1: <laughs> now number three for me shane jimbo fisher after uh, yeah. the national signing day and that nil rant he went on i mean that was just epic if we get that same energy from jimbo you know, I think he'll be calling out Alabama. And, and remember, he was the one that said uh, this time last year, we're going to whoop Alabama's ass. And they yeah. they turned around and did it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. I think he's going to get some more questions about that. And you know he's going to get questions about, about Texas coming to the league. So, I think Jimbo's going to be a good one.
0: Jimbo's going to be a great one, Mike. I, I think this is uh this, this is the year, right? You know, I mean, I think we said that last year, and the wheel <laughs> kind of fell off a little bit. But they did some, they did a lot of good in this recruiting class. Uh, like you said, I, I, the Texas thing. I, there's just so many so many angles that we can go with Jimbo. That's what I like. It's not going to be the same question with him. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a million different questions because not that this program has a lot of question marks, but it's like. They've arrived, right? You know, is this is the year, right? So I, that's the kind of theme i'm I'm expecting here at uh, in Atlanta.
1: Mm-hmm. Now for me, Shane next on the list number four Shane Beamer. Like I said, he was so good in his first one. Mm. and you know, I think that's when he really won over any South Carolina fans that were maybe not fully on board. And you know with all the expectations there in Columbia finishing strong. I think Shane Beamer is going to give us uh, more gold here at SEC Media Days.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, did you put Brian up there yet? I mean, I, not yet. I mean, obviously, I mean, just to just to hear what the way the the way these questions fly <laughs> at him, I think I'd have Brian a little higher on your list. But uh, I, I'm I, I'm with you there. I, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Not far behind Shane Beamer. Uh, came off a great season, but I just think the offseason moves, that's what people want to talk about. People want to talk about the quarterback. So uh, I'm. there's going to be a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement coming uh, from the Gamecocks there.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Shane, I, before you kill me, I, I, I put him right here. Brian Harson, number five, because okay. you're right. Okay. You're right. I mean, it's going to be a field day down there. Uh, he ought to be lucky that, uh, you mm-hmm. know, they usually hold it in Alabama. This one, not in Alabama, so maybe that'll force – you know some of those media in Alabama not to go to the event because
0: <laughs> because yeah. when they hold it in
1: Alabama, everybody from that covers Auburn's going to be down there. I, I kid, I'm I'm sure they can afford to send them to Atlanta, but it uh, won't be as rabid of a media, I don't think, against Brian Harson, But man, that he's going to get a thousand questions on. Oh yeah, you know, the boosters and. And the AD and, and on and on and on. And, and if he's got a girlfriend, I mean, they'll ask him anything down here at one of these events. You know what?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Let me let me ask you, Mike, on this list again, just, just to clarify, mm-hmm. is it the one you're most interested in hearing or the most, like, content? Because, you know, when I look at, like, Jimbo, stuff like that, I'm looking for more content. Obviously, with somebody like the Pirate, we're just looking for sound clips. Also good content, (laughs) but, I mean, is that – or is this a couple factors that – Yeah, just kind
1: of all of it, all entertaining content, clips, you know, everything in between because that's why they call it talking season, Shane, because it don't really matter what they say. It matters what they do on the field. But we got to squeeze all this content for what we can, you know, during these times of year. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because if you're just looking for, like, sound clips and stuff – you got to have Drinkwitz up there somewhere because you know his smart ass is going to say something to get everybody fired up. You know? He always comes in there with a the chip on his shoulder during these top events.
1: It's like you read my mind, Shady. Next on the list, Eli Drinkwitz. You're exactly right. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he's calling out Arkansas. He was calling out uh, mm-hmm. Texas. He came to the podium with the horns down last year. I have heard him say... You know, maybe I talked a little too much, and I and I got somebody come up. And so, maybe he it pumps the brakes a little bit this off season. I sure hope he doesn't. But, uh, yeah, I cannot oh, yeah. wait for uh, what old Eli's got to say. You know what?
0: Absolutely. How many Star Wars-themed questions are <laughs> we going to get? That- <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. Now, another good one, Shane. He was great last year as well. Sam Pittman next on my list. So much uh, expectations and hype with the Razorbacks. Now they've got a. it's not easy to turn the corner, certainly, because, hell, there's so many mm-hmm. coaches that can't turn the corner. But the real challenge is sustaining it and taking that to another level. That's the challenge there in Fayetteville. So I can't wait to hear from Sam Pittman. And he's done a hell of a job, you know, bringing talent in, keeping his coaches. So they're doing all the right things. But now, now comes the hard part, in my opinion, for Sam Pittman and company. So I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about it.
0: No, that, that's a good one there, brother. Uh, uh, now, Brian Kelly is he coming up? Because I, I mean, Sam, Sam's good for clips. Mm-hmm. Sam's good. I mean, he doesn't. He's he's. I mean, he's been around the block, Mike. He knows what he can say, what he can't say. <laughs> you know, I I feel like he's he's grown up real quick on the on the podium. It, it felt like he struggled there a little bit out of the gate as a new head coach at Arkansas, but damn, he figured it out real quick. Sam Sam runs the crowd. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think this one, I could see Sam going up a little bit higher just because I, I think it's just one of those guys you just want to keep asking questions because you just don't know what he's going to say next.
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, next on my list, Shane, Nick Saban. And really, for me, you know, you could put him a lot higher, you could put him a little bit lower. But for me, it's all about when Saban comes and he's got a message. Because when he's got yeah. something that's pissing him off or something he wants changed, you know, he makes an emphasis about it. And everybody's got to react to what, what did Nick say this year? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, he's a little bit of a wild card. Uh, he should have a loaded team. I think they're going to be picked to win the SEC by the media down there. So, you know, I think Nick Saban could be a pretty interesting one as well.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he's the team captain forget forget national champs forget all this stuff we got 14 coaches hanging out in a in a room mm-hmm. they're all looking and looking up to nick saban he's he's right. the dad if you will so uh <laughs> what kind of advice like you said is going to come out i mean he's going to tell you what has been discussed and he's he, he's bullheaded he's going to stick to whatever he thinks should be fixed or done so uh yeah there's going to be some there's something, man. This NIL. I mean, mm-hmm. we gotta be. We're gonna talk about it. There's there's a lot of hot things. The the SEC expanding. The the new schedules coming up and stuff. All that filters through Nick Saban. If you think it don't, you're crazy. So uh, yeah, I would definitely. I'd probably have him higher on the list just to see what was discussed during those closed door meetings. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, next on the list, Shane, the guy you you referenced there, Brian Kelly. Let's hope he dances up to the podium. Mm-hmm. How, oh, over-under <laughs> how many dancing questions he's going to get down there. It, it's probably about half oh. a dozen, wouldn't you think?
0: Yeah, going to get that. He may even come out during, with smoke and all that stuff, <laughs> you know. Just play up the the theme. <laughs> be fun down there in LSU. That's what you want to be. So, I, I think there's going to be a lot of great questions here. LSU's one of those that there, there are a lot of holes. There's a lot of question marks, a lot of, you know, we don't know. I mean, we know what Brian likes to run. We, I mean, we've we've got a track record uh, of his offense and his defense and, and the style of, of football he likes to play. But how does that transition to the SEC? I think there's going to be just a lot of great content coming from there. So, I'm excited to see him on the podium as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And next on the list for me, Shane, Billy Napier, in large part because it's going to be his first time. want to see him get his message across uh, as the face of the Gator Nation. He should be a good one this year, don't you think?
0: Oh well, yeah, same, same, same deal. Well, it's a lot of question marks, you know. He, he, he threw it all out, man. It's all in the dumpster. He's building it back up from the ground up. So uh, you know, the Florida Gators got a new. They got a new team, baby. And it, and it's it, is it going to take a while to build? We're gonna we're gonna know. Yeah, I mean, them coaches they know they they look in the pantry and they come out and they say, well, it's going to be a couple years, you know. But if it comes out and he's ready to compete now, I mean, as a Gator fan, you got to be pretty excited about that. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm interested to see what he says and and just see who he is. Uh, I mean, we've we've all seen sound clips and little interviews and things like that, but it, you don't see him as an SEC coach until he's there telling you what he plans on doing with the university. So uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see what he's what he's got planned.
1: Now next, I got Kirby Smart. Shane does he does he wear his championship ring to the podium? <laughs> I think he does.
0: Oh yeah, well I told you he's going to be glowing, son. He is going to be. A, <laughs> he's going to be taking all the questions. So uh, they better clear half the schedule because Kirby's going to be loaded and the team's going to be loaded. So do they repeat? I mean, we're going to hear all of it. So um, no, that's going to be a good one. I think you should have him a little higher. National champ first. I mean, Georgia since nineteen eighty, and you got them all the way down there.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is how deep we go in the SEC these days. No, I, I mean, know. I can't. I, know. I can't even figure out who to put last on this thing. But next, I got Mark Stoops, Shane, because it's, it'll be interesting. Kentucky. I know they just lost their coordinator, but the hype continues to grow. There's going to be people picking Kentucky to win the SEC East. You know, I, I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here saying they're going to be the favorite to do it or anything, but you know, how does how does that transition go in Lexington, where you've been disrespected, you're picked against year after year after year, and now that you're, you know, now you're going to get some momentum. Now you're going to be favored by some people you know how how does that transition play out for the kentucky wildcats because i feel like they'd rather probably be disrespected so they're probably hoping everyone picks georgia to win the east that that probably suits mark stoops a little bit better don't you think
0: right and and like you said you're expecting that It, it just feels like kentucky's one of these teams that slowly every single year get more and more momentum and this year is going to be no different uh you know it went from i can't believe somebody's picked you know kentucky to win the east to like well maybe i mean there's a chance <laughs> the schedule looks good so mm-hmm. uh we're gonna get those type of questions we're gonna get uh like you said coordinator questions a lot about the players uh they've been again very very active uh with the recruiting so yeah uh, and, and not to mention stoops is just fun to talk to he, he's kind of like uh a, a a poor man Pittman, if you will, as far as communication. Like, if I'm having a beer, it's going to be with him or Pittman, you know, right right out of the gate. Now, I'm, I may introduce some of these other ones later, but if I had to pick two real quick, mm-hmm. these two boys are going to the bar with me. <laughs>
1: now, next, Shane, I got Josh Heupel. He not a very uh, – I mean, hell, his, his offense, his teams are fun as hell to watch his press conferences, not so much. But at least – I I think he's going to get asked several times about defense is faking injuries so if nothing else mm-hmm. i think that'll make for for some good content but again i don't know he won't pull a lane kiffin here and say anything too bombastic but i wish i certainly wish he would
0: oh yeah no i think i think hop is gonna get a lot of questions obviously a little higher on my list uh to see him you know but uh he's he's he had a hell of a year. Just like Beamer, you know, I think we're, we're going to get a lot of those questions and how do they continue to grow and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of the changes they had there in the offseason. So, I like it. You know, obviously he doesn't have the personality of some of these other guys. But, uh, no, I, I think we're going to get a lot of good content. I, I can see why he's a little lower on your list. You know, Heupel's not a – he's not a talker. But, uh, <laughs> but he did a lot of – I mean, we did a lot of good stuff there in Knoxville last year and – Hell Mike, if anything, this may be the the I this coach may be asked more about hookers than any other SEC <laughs> coach since uh old damn Hugh Freeze, you know. So <laughs> if there's anything to take away from it, you got that.
1: <laughs> and then last last we got Clark Lee Shane until Vanderbilt, you know, is a little bit more relevant, still a, an uphill climb for the Commodores. I think uh, you know, he's gonna be reserved down here until he pulls a couple upsets and and maybe uh, you know, Declares Vanderbilt back as a as an SEC threat. You know what? Yeah,
0: Lee's got to get some upsets this year, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I I mean, obviously they they were in a rebuild and still going to be dealing with that. But uh, we, you know, this is the SEC, man. You can't you can't sit down at the bottom too long. You got to be competitive, or they're looking for another one. And I just like the story of of Coach Lee there at Vanderbilt. I just love the fact that you know this this is. This is a family, and that's kind of the the environment they created last year, and they they fought tough, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how how do they build off that? Um, you know, that's one of those things that uh, Clark Lee can uh, answer for us.
1: Yeah, and when he came to Media Days last year, he brought his his helmet that he wore as a fullback down there for Vandy. So, I'm, I'm hoping he brings <laughs> that mentality. I hope he brings that helmet uh, to Atlanta this absolutely. year.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man.
1: Well, hey, man. Like I said, power ranking. Media days, that's where we're at right now. But uh, uh we gotta have something fun to talk uh, about.
0: Let me oh, let me ask you, sis. We're just we're we're talking about it here. Um who's gotta win the podium? You know, who who's gotta come into this thing? I mean, there's a lot of new coaches. Mm-hmm. There's some uh there's some coaches been in here a couple of years. Who who you who needs to step up and and, and galvanize their program because let's say it, you know, when you got the spotlight on you and you're doing the car wash and you're doing these types of things, you know, you're the face of the program right now when we can't watch football. So who do you want to see come out here and, and just take over that microphone and let them know that everything's going to be all right.
1: I think that's got to be Brian Kelly, Shane, because we all know what LSU can be. We know Mm -hmm. what Brian Kelly has done in his career. But there's still a lot of people that have questions about whether he's a right fit down there. If uh, you know he can recruit in the SEC, uh, how's this going to work? You know, there's a lot of coaches that are successful elsewhere, and then they come down here, and mm-hmm. they, you know, it, it's a completely different animal. But I think if LSU has got. You know, better leadership is—it's basically like a Ferrari Shane on a paved road. If you can stay on this bad boy, you know you are going to do incredible things. But you know, when you hit that corner, you start careening into the ditch. You know what I mean? He's just got to—he's got to keep that thing off a ditch. And and I don't see a lot of curves upcoming for LSU, but they are out there. When you get into these right. these matchups, but I think Brian Kelly he can show up and basically show that uh, hey we got a leader that we can believe in up here because uh, I certainly think he has what it takes to win in the SEC, but he's had some missteps to, to say the least uh, yeah. in his time there. So I I think he's just gotta he's got to figure out a way to get past that and and, and show better showing in public I think.
0: Well, let me ask you on the, on the opposite end of that. Who has the most to lose? Who can get up there and you're feeling good about the program, you think this is the year they step forward? Because we've all heard it, mm-hmm. These, this coach speak and stuff like that, but then they come off and then they start talking about rebuilds or two or three years and, and they lose a little bit of steam, it feels like. Who is, who's the one coach that can come up here and lose some
1: momentum? I think it's the guy I got number one, Shane, and why I love him, Shane, I, it, Mike Leach. I mean, I could see a scenario where he get fired after a press conference. You know what I mean? Like, like he's at, <laughs> out there crazy because he don't give a damn about anything or or anyone. Or no, I shouldn't say that, but yeah. I, I think he, you know, he's just not guarded and he just tells you what he thinks. And if you don't agree with him, he's like, oh well, I don't give a damn. You know that that means nothing to me. Right. So uh, I would put Mike Leach up there, but I certainly don't think he'll and he never should get fired by saying something dumb in a press conference because, because I think he's just saying whatever's popping into his mind, but that's what makes it so entertaining to me is because you just, you literally never know. I mean, he'll, he'll start talking about aliens and Bigfoot. And <laughs> I mean, can you imagine Nick Saban talking about that stuff? They would that would never happen
0: No, Absolutely not though. No. Yeah. And they're good. And they know it. The media knows it. So <laughs> yeah. they're going to, they they've got a few that are put in their back pocket just for the pirates. So, uh, one last question I got for you on the on the media days, um, players. I've slept since then. When when do the players get announced? Usually, is this at the end of spring games or yeah? Or so how's that?
1: Yeah, usually I don't know why the SEC really. I don't like the way they do this, but they pretty much announce that like a week before. So
0: oh okay. I wish they'd give us so a got couple. Of time. I
1: wish they'd give you a month or two heads up so that you could, you know, research the players a little bit better. But yeah, it's it's usually the week before and and they always bring three so
0: well maybe since it's it's talking season list season we can put together a list of players (laughs) we hope show up from each of these teams
1: (laughs) (laughs) that'll be the next media list we do i'm sure so yeah man that's all i got on this episode you got anything else before we uh, hop off here to start our week
0: no that's it man uh like i said the trips are over the vacations are over shane is back uh, full-time and and I still like the fact you're you're putting out some of these interviews uh, you know you you come on here to, to to find out about your team and you know Mike's Mike's doing a lot uh, especially outside this pod getting together some of these interviews so that we can get a more in depth analysis of each team so you can kind of know what your team's going to look like going into the going into the spring so um i appreciate the effort you're doing and i appreciate all the the interviews you've been putting out mike they're fantastic and when's this next one dropping again
1: uh so we've got uh interviews lined up on for wednesday show for thursday show and maybe uh there may be one or two in between if i can line line them up but for sure confirmed on uh, thursday thursday and friday shows or no i'm i'm sorry wednesday and thursday
0: well we'll be cranking up info too because that's the thing when spring's going we got news again so exactly (laughs) so be sure to check us out uh if you got a apple product man again we're sending out koozies oh actually spotify now how so how's the spotify numbers looking everybody sending in those
1: yeah absolutely so if you don't have an apple product you know people have been wanting to know for years can i get in on this action absolutely just fire up the uh, the spotify app we're the number one rated sec podcast on the spotify app as well you give us a five stars review on there you can't write anything but yeah, we'll take that five star if you give it to us and you send that on over to that sec podcast at gmail.com we're happy to send you a beer koozie free of charge just for doing it
0: oh yeah i saw one down there and Turks and Caicos. How you say that? (laughs) I had to Google that one. I didn't. (laughs) It's like where the hell's that at? You know?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. When you go on vacation, take your koozie, man. Send us a pic, and uh, we'll we'll throw that up on the Twitter machine as well. So that that's just uh, another way of uh, uh, you know us saying thanks for all the support you guys give us because that's why we do it, man. We're doing it for for the audience out there, and um, if not for you guys, there wouldn't even be a show. For sure. But all right, Shane, I think that's uh, – we're about to pass out of here just talking to one another, so let's yeah, <laughs> let's end it here. And I appreciate you as always, Shane. I appreciate each and every one of you for checking us out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right,
0: see you guys. And be sure to check out the next pod where we rank the best weather at each stadium. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Y'all have a good one. Drive safe. Go balls.